the enemy is in the business of inverting God's word. In John chapter 8, and verse 44, Jesus says of the devil, You are of the father of the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks from his own nature, because he is a liar and the father of lies. The enemy's main tactic is lying. He takes what God has said and he lies about it. He twists the words in order to get us to believe lies which would lead us farther away from him. This is seen all the way back in Genesis chapter 3. When the enemy first comes on the scene, the first thing that he does is twist God's word and deceive Eve into believing something that God did not say. In verse 4 of chapter 3, the enemy says, No, you won't certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. And he takes what God had told Adam and Eve about not eating from the tree of life and twists it to make Eve believe a lie that God is holding out something from them. And all throughout the Old and New Testament, you see accounts of the enemy twisting God's words Twisting what God says to be true about something, twisting what God says is the best way to live, and deceiving people into believing that that is the way that they truly should live. And an example of that, and I want to kind of walk through today because it's something that's been on my heart and God's been convicting me of, is in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 7 and 8. Paul has this worldview that we as Christians should have, but it's a worldview that the enemy tries to enter in and twist around so that we come out on the wrong end of it and thinking and believing and living out the worldview in the wrong way. In verse 7, Paul says, But everything that was gained to me I have considered to be loss because of Christ. More than that, I also consider everything to be lost in the view of surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Because of him I have suffered the loss of all things, and I might consider them as dung so that I might know Christ. We see Paul's worldview, and Paul's a pretty mature Christian by this point. Paul has a worldview that everything in the world is a loss compared to knowing Jesus Christ. Everything in his world is a loss compared to the value of knowing Jesus Christ. The devil oftentimes tries to jump into this worldview and convince us of the opposite. The enemy tries to convince us that the world is what we should value more and more, and thus Jesus becomes lost in comparison instead of what God is putting forward, that we should value Jesus Christ more and more, and as a result, the world becomes lost to us. And this lie that the enemy puts forward is one that many Christians, including myself, struggle with on a daily basis. The world offers so many things, and when we focus on these things, and we put our hope in the things on this earth, it's easy, it's fun, but it doesn't last. It leaves us feeling empty and full of anxiety, And while it pleases the flesh and satisfies that hunger that it has for an instant, the spirit inside of us is dying and crying out for what it truly needs. We are beings made in the image of God. There is one thing that truly fulfills us and allows us to be truly human, the human that God made us to be, and that one thing is Him. And so when we invert Philippians 3 and value the things of the world over Jesus, We become more like animals than the humans that Jesus has called us to be, drawn to desire after desire with no control. And while the enemy would love nothing more than us to be trapped in that mindset of valuing the world, of chasing after desire after desire, the Lord calls us to value him more and more because he is what we truly need.
I love the language that Paul uses here. He once bought into the things of the world and counted on things of the world for his righteousness, for his standing. But once he encountered Jesus, his entire worldview shifted. Jesus became his focus. The light bulb clicked. And this was what he was made for, to value the surpassing knowledge of Jesus more than anything else in his life. And so, Lord, especially in a time like this, when we're all, most of us are trapped at home or trapped from going out and our schedules are just interrupted, I pray, God, that you would allow us to value you, to value the knowledge of knowing you more and more than the things of this world, that things in this world would be counted as loss in comparison, that you would help break the bonds of entertainment in our lives, that you would help break the bonds of us clinging to things in this world, that you would help break the attachments that we have to idols in our life that we've paraded, that detach, that draw us away from valuing you, from seeking you, Jesus. That you would reorient our worldview, that you would reorient our worldview to be the worldview that you have called us into, that you, Jesus, are superior to anything else in this world. Protect us from the temptation and the lies of the enemy that would tell us otherwise. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.